The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. Well, thank you so much for checking us out again on The Light FM. Always a joy to hang out with you for just a little bit. This week on Community Spotlight, you may be familiar with Chris Wataco. She's the director of the Singles Network. We've had her on before. She's an author, public speaker, and a friend of mine. So, Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming back. Thank you for having me. You can find Chris at thesinglesnetwork.org. You can find her ministry there. And recently, over the last uh, couple of years, Chris, you've been talking about and focusing on relationships. And when you talk about relationships of any kind, today we're going to highlight mothers and thinking about Mother's Day. It all starts in a good relationship begins from being intentional. Right. So for Mother's Day, for women listening right now, what does it mean to be intentional in your relationships as a mom? Well, you know, I think all of our relationships are so important. They're reflective upon others. You know, uh, so often as a single adult, you know, we'd like to be married or, you know, some married again. But, you know, you kind of have to peel away the layers and go back and look at our other relationships, specifically a relationship with your mother or your father and and just how important it is you know, that you are working on those relationships and are aware of any struggles, uh, any problems, um, just like in my own life. It's a constant process of, of really good communication and being intentional about making sure my relationship with my parents is healthy so that it reflects in all the other relationships that I have. Yeah, it's uh, it's so important to have those foundations with your parents um, and not just for yourself, but for them, too, because, you know, as as any parent would likely have, they want to have that strong relationship with their kids. Um, and so for a mom who maybe has a couple of kids who often feels like she's in the middle of trying to make everyone happy, they often turn to be or turn out to be the glue of the families. Mm-hmm. And they're pouring into so many different people all at one time, they never get to pour into themselves. So I guess a twofold question, how does a mom um, get to feel herself back up to have someone else, maybe a different relationship outside of the family that can be that encouragement to her? And then also, what can a child, a grown adult, do for their mom, their dad, Mm -hmm. to help pour back into their life in that relationship? Well, you know, I remember my mom growing up, like, I don't think she sat down once. Um, It's funny because you look at our generation today and how busy we are, but my mother's time period, she was also very busy. And and, uh, she was a traditional housewife and took care of four kids and fed them and clothed them. And we had dinner on the table at five. And and there was also a period of time where she was a single parent. And that's probably why I'm so sensitive to that. And then she was remarried again. And then she was still busy. And so... It is important, even as my mother is older now, is to have those friendships, those people outside of her family, because they also help you see a perspective, uh, given a balance. You know, um, mothers need to take time. They need to get a day away or an hour away. They need to, you know, I would like, I remember my mom would go take a bubble bath and just to try to get a few minutes away from us kids who were Mm -hmm. driving her nuts. Because my mom said, you know, her whole life, that's all she wanted to be was a mom. And so she wanted to be available for us, but at the same time, she'd get worn out. So being able to go shopping for a couple hours, being able to just detach. I remember Braxton when I couldn't get a hold of my mom. I was in my 20s. I was like really frustrated. Couldn't get a hold of her because, you know, her whole existence is for me, you know. And I finally bought her a cell phone. 
because I wanted to know where she was at all times. And I'll never forget when God spoke to me one time. He said, you know, she has a life too. And I stopped calling her and say, just, blah, you know, just, you know, saying unloading. what I wanted, unloading on her. <laughs> and I would say, hi, mom. How are you today? Fine. Um, are you busy? Can you talk? And it was the first time I realized that she was a person and that she's just not my mom. And for those mothers listening to this, they understand that your identity cannot just be in your kids, yeah. you know, or your marriage or, uh, or if you're a single parent raising kids. Um, it has to be first in Christ as well. And Christ tells us that we need to rest, that we need to do other things. We need to be balanced and be intentional about that. Yeah. And what about that mom or that that woman who's listening that wants to have that identity, that wants to be a mom, but for whatever reason, whether it's singleness, whether it's infertility, right. is not a mom, and she yeah. wants to be so bad. What does she do? Well, you know, I tell you, one of my friends who is in her 40s, and she had not got married and now is past the, the ability to have a child, she became a foster parent, and she's fostered over 80 kids in her late 40s. And so I know it doesn't feel the same. I, I know it's not, you know, having your own child or being married, or maybe you're married and, and you could have your own kids. But I know adoption is an amazing resource. I know at my church, First Baptist in Hendersonville, we actually have a foster program there to help people who want to get into that. Also, you know, being a super aunt like me, you know, I think, you know, pouring into other people's kids, you know, yeah. spending time. I, I mentor my, my little cousin, and she's a teenager. There's ways to meet some of those needs that doesn't mean you're necessarily a biological mother, but you definitely can have influence over other people's lives. Yeah. And for the mom who has adult children, who has, um, I guess, the experience of learning how to raise a family, to be that mom who puts dinner on the table at five o'clock and is in a community or a church who has some more influence around other younger moms, how can she be intentional about those relationships to help bring them on and nurture their relationships with their families? Well, you had asked a, a two-part, that kind of leads into this one too, sure. as well as like as an adult child, you know, how can I help my mother? Um, how can I, you know, support and sow into her as well as how do you as a mother how do you continue to sow into others? What can you do? So, you know, one is that, you know, I learned my mother's love language. And uh, because, again, I just thought she was there for me. So when I finally realized she's a grown person, she was an individual and her life didn't exist just for me. Um, and I learned her love language and I started really listening to her and I started thinking about her and her own. She has struggles and good days and bad days. I became a better daughter. And I, our relationship got better. And so if that relationship is better, then all my other relationships were better. Because you're right, kind of a lot of times women are kind of the glue in a family. So when mom isn't feeling good, then it affects everybody else. Um, but then on the other side of like, you know, how do you as a mother, as a woman, how do you help that next generation? What can you do? And I shared with you uh, before the broadcast how a friend of mine locally here in Asheville, how she wanted to sew. She was in her late 40s at the time, and she's like, what can I do? I've been married my whole life. How can I help anybody? Well, she loves to cook and loves to clean and likes to coupon. And she actually started mentoring three young ladies who also wanted to learn how to do those things. And they were all getting married. And they didn't know how to, how do you buy a pot roast? And I go, I don't know either. What is uh, a pot roast? What is a pot roast? <laughs> and, uh, and so what was neat is to be able to pray, Braxton, and say, you know what? Maybe my kids are grown. 
or maybe I don't have kids, or, you know, maybe there's something that God wants me to do that I, I just feel like I'm in this place. Maybe you've become an empty nester. Maybe your kids are not here. You can't even celebrate Mother's Day. What can you do? Well, how can you influence someone else? And here's something really cool. If your kids are not here, they're, they're, they live elsewhere for whatever reason, whether they're a prodigal or whether they just live in a different city, I bet you there's somebody that doesn't have their mom that would love for you to be their mom today. Yes. I was at a retreat two weeks ago, and a lady was really struggling, and my mom was with me, and I said, you know what? You can borrow my mom right now. And at the end of the retreat, she cried and cried and cried, and she said, you have no idea. I just miss my mom so much. Thank you for letting me borrow your mom. Yes. And she goes, she sounded like my mom. And I said, it's the generation. <laughs> so maybe that's what you can do. Yeah, find a mom, pour into that mom. Yep. You know, yep. and... Yeah, that people need that relationship. Yeah, you know, so you're not you're not done yet, right? You yes. know, just because your kids are grown or you don't see them or your Mother's Day, you're not going to get dinner at you know at the the Grove Inn. You know, you know, <laughs> you're, you're not going or you're not going to get that gift card or whatever. But maybe there's a way you can bless somebody else and help them who are struggling as a mother or a wannabe mother or maybe their mother has passed on. Yes. Yes, of course. I did mention earlier you can find Chris at thesinglesnetwork.org. And here recently, Chris has been on a newer topic in the past year or two about intentional relationships, kind of the topic of today. And the Intentional Relationship Solutions is a really neat study that she's put together with uh, a good friend of her, Pastor Dan. Pastor Dan, Dan Houck, yeah. And today, um, with Mother's Day, you're doing another separate part of this study as well, talking about mothers in the Bible. Share a little more about that. Well, I, there's just eight women in the Bible that empowered me, and they relate to stories of women in my life. So there's just eight women, uh, from the woman at the well to uh, Mary and Martha. Um, these are just women of power, women that had authority in Jesus's life and how Jesus poured into them and they poured out. And so this that reciprocal of idea that you need to be pouring into in order to pour out. A lot of moms um, are getting, they're pouring out, but they're not getting poured into. And so we need that balance to be there. So this is a study that uh, just eight intentional women. They're intentional in their relationship with Christ, and as a result of that relationship, it changed everybody else's relationships around them. Great. And they can find it at thesinglesnetwork.org? Thesinglesnetwork.org, yes. Well, she's Chris Wataco. A pleasure to be hanging out with you again, Chris. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. And don't forget, you can find a new episode of Community Spotlight each Sunday evening at 830 right here on the Light FM or on demand the following Monday either on the Light FM app or on the lightfm.org. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on the Light FM.